Hey, hey, it's Jason. This is it, the final four episodes of Rated RPG Descent into Avernus, as recorded on December 9th, 2022, during our final live stream of the adventure. We will have two adventures starting in January. One is only going to be on the podcast. The other is only going to be live streamed. The Valley of Green Gold will be on the Rated RPG podcast and will premiere on Monday, January 23rd, 2023. And while the live stream adventure has yet to have a title, it will premiere on January 31st, 2023. That's a Tuesday. And the live stream only adventure will take place on the last Tuesday of each month. Both adventures are essentially homebrew, but they take place in the same world in two very uh, faraway places. Uh, we will be premiering some new Patreon tiers in January too, and we'll tell you more about that in January. They won't go live until like January 7th or something like that. But when we wrap up the Rated RPG podcast, Descent into Avernus, that's when you'll get more of the information about that stuff. Very exciting times ahead, and we are jazzed for it, man. Uh, none of it would be happening without the support of some great friends like Chris Fail, a true friend of Lulu. Chris Fail, thank you for all of your support. Turtle and Crow, thank you. One of Race's little roasters, Turtle and Crow. We couldn't do it without you either. At $15 a month, thank you to our level 15 bards. They are Mage, Jerry Vite, Scott McGrath, GBS Trek, Ooglaset, Holly Summers, and Anna. Thank you to our rations and adventuring gear supporters too at $5 a month. Christian Go, Jedi, Great White Spark, Freckled One, and Elizabeth Parcells. That's the business, and this is episode 91. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and sparts <laughs> to Rated RPG. The actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons & Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Previously on Rated RPG. The champion of Yanagu. It slithers up to race and tries to wrap its uh, snaky tail around him. Fuck this. I've seen this in XCOM. It's bad. Bam, boom. You are restrained and it will attack with its four remaining longswords at you. See, that's, that's what I'm saying, guys. Remember me. So the first one hits for 17, leaving you at one. Uh-huh. The second one hits for 18, knocking you down to zero. Hits you again, okay. which is two failed death saving throws. And okay. then its last attack hits you again, finishing off Race the Roaster. A wild, hideous laugh pierces the air. <laughs> and cuts through the fire and the screams all around you. A giant knoll covered in matted, blood-stained fur and swinging a three-headed flail charges out of the haze from the west. Gore drips from his red maw, open in a violent laugh. The demon lord himself, Yanagu, is here. Listen, baby, I promised I wouldn't die. I didn't say I wouldn't almost die. That's guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> well, as it turns out, um, with some very minor retconning, uh, you are not dead. Mm. Did you guys actually make that decision? I don't think we made that decision, Aaron. Maybe we should talk about it 
a little bit. Well, I thought we did, but that's fine. Um, let's discuss it for everybody. I think that's smart. All right. Okay, so our options are we discovered that we do have a diamond of sorts. Gray Wolf 99 was the first one to bring it up, and then Great White Spark mentioned it. It was in episode 37 of the podcast, Race the Roasted, that time that we got mummy rot, we also got ourselves a diamond. Yes, you guys got a yellow diamond elemental spell gem. That is a magic item that allows you to summon an earth elemental, but it also explicitly says that it's a diamond. And the spell Revivify, which uh, several party members have, allows them to basically destroy a diamond worth 300 gold or more and revive someone who just recently died. So, they could do that, and we could retcon that and have Race be back, but I want you guys to talk about it and be sure you want to do that. My thing is, if we're in, we're in like the dream world thing, right? And I thought it was kind of known that once, uh, once we survive to a certain threshold, we're going to go back to the real world and this isn't like the final fight. So I'm wondering, should we save it? Because as long as one of you lives, I'll come back. It's just, it's like Freddy Krueger rules, you know? That's the question, isn't it? Yeah. That's the question. So we actually have some people chiming in uh, on chat whether you should save it or use it. We have a couple save it. We could actually make a poll if we wanted to. Listen, we're only here because of them, so. I, yeah, why not? Maybe a little influence our decision. Let's do uh, it. Let's uh, let's do it. Emery, can you set that up? Because I don't know how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll figure out how to do that real fast. Emery, I don't want to learn how to do stuff. Can you? <laughs> All right, started it. Paul, should they use the elemental gem to raise race? Ooh, it's even. Are we voting? <laughs> uh, are you guys so... voting? I'm not either. I'm not going to vote. I, yeah, I was going to be neutral. I'm not going to vote. Oh, it's neck and neck. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Ooh. The options are, yes, I love race. Or, <laughs> no, keep it for later. <laughs> Can we not keep it for later and still love race? Yes. No, it's either or. <laughs> if, if you choose no, you can still love race, you guys. Emery made this very one-sided, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> what? Find the secret third option. Yes, I love dead race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to, you have to use like the proper wording when you're doing a poll, man. Aaron, you're our, you're our poll guy. <laughs> I know how to judge the fairness of polls. Let me tell you. This I... is an unfair poll. <laughs> Take Aaron to any strip club, and he will judge the fairness of a poll. That's right. I've been to school for uh, judging fairness of polls, let me tell you. Aaron is in the poll position. Yep. Yes is out ahead now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh -oh. It looks like we're going to uh, love race. That's what it seems like. Just a few seconds left to vote on the poll, and currently there are double the votes for yes. Holy Toledo. Okay. Well, let's do it, baby. Yeah. We're bringing race back. I'm going let's right go back down to hell. Hell yes. Grey Wolf 99 says Kozlo also bought Diamond Dust from Mad Maggie. Oh. Oh, that's what that was. Diamond Dust. That wouldn't work, though, would it? No. Diamond Dust is for different spells. Uh, this one requires an actual diamond. So it's super lucky that you have one. That's crazy. All right, I revivify race. Well, uh, I, I'm alive! <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh. Oh. I saw my uncle. He was high as shit. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Hey, race, look down the street. Shit, okay, um. Think you could turn into a whale big enough to crush him? Name the biggest dinosaur, guys. I'm in the, I'm in the corner. So this happened, actually, because we, we had to rewind time for this to occur. Because Revivify can only be used to bring somebody back from the dead who has been dead for a minute or less. 
Yeah. So this this happened a while ago, right after the fight with the uh, champion of Yanagu, with all the arms that tore race apart in like one round. Uh, that fight ended, and Glubjag, you were the one who who had the gem in your pouch. So you you rushed over, uh, just thinking, oh, how can I bring my my friend back? I, race can't be dead. And you you just remembered this thing that happened. It felt like years ago. It felt like it back. Maybe even before COVID was a thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. That you got this gem. And who is it that casts Revivify? Dababi. I do. Me, Dababi. Okay. Dababi, you use your very last third level spell slot. Yes. A slot that could be used to cast all sorts of powerful magic to stop Yanagu, but you sacrifice it. All right, here's here's your time rewind uh, sound effects, everyone. No, the Bobby, take this diamond. Okay, uh, but should I um uh, shouldn't I do a poll first? Uh. <laughs> no, forget about it. We'll do one in the future. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll do it. Screw it. Woo! <laughs> Fast forward. <laughs> I revivify the bucket of race's remains. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, wrong bucket! Plasto Joe says, raised the roaster. <laughs> Gosh. Yep. Darn it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Yes. I just read the... Description of Revivify. Uh-huh. The last line. Why Why would you do that? I, because it's important. What does it say? This spell can, can't return to life a creature that has died of old age, which race has not. But then it says, comma, <laughs> nor can it restore any missing body parts. Oh, race yeah. is in two pieces. How do we do that? Do we have to go get his... Well, oh, well, all right. it's not missing. We put him back together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's true. Just, yeah, you found his legs. Okay. Yeah, we just stick well, him right next to his body. His his top half had been thrown over the church, so we had to run over across True. the... Uh, yeah, well, we had time to do it. To, to be fair, the ripping him in half and throwing his torso over the church, that was that was an embellishment by me just to make it more dramatic. I loved uh, it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't hold you to the fact that he got, like, separated into two parts. Because you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it was the end of the night. Emery was feeling particularly violent. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, he was taking out his aggression on us. It's not fair. It is like an important distinction, though, because there are some attacks that specifically say they like sever your head or turn you into dust or something. <laughs> yeah. Manflesh says the problem is you put his top half on backwards, so now he has front butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's a good um, look for you, Race. You know what? I think I was, I was always born to be this way. I'm with it. <laughs> hey, Aaron, Great White Spark reminds you that you still have that time mushroom. That's Ooh. true. Yeah. What's the deal with that? So that is a mushroom that allows you to undo a single round's worth of events, essentially. Oh my God, oh. am I just am I basically a god at this point? I mean. A, a very forgetful god. <laughs> but yeah. If you can remember what you have in your pouch. Yeah. <laughs> You're a god yeah. that has half the challenge rating of the one you're fighting. Okay, uh, where's that mushroom at? 
Don't worry. We all remember you have it. You don't. Don't we'll, worry about it. We'll just yell at you, the Bobby you mushroom. Oh yeah, perfect. <laughs> I have an enlarged mushroom, I believe. Oh well, um, that's a little personal. You don't really need to tell us. <laughs> I mean, but congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting it treated. <laughs> okay. Club jigs. Penis shaped mushroom. <laughs> Club jigs packing extends. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right, guys. We have a lot to get through tonight, so I think we should just we should have things start happening. Okay. Uh, okay. So you guys raise race the roaster. You come back with one hit point, but you guys do a short rest and you all do a collective prayer to Lathander at the massive statue of Zeriel in the uh, the center of the town. And this pl places a blessing over all of you. And I didn't tell you what it did last time, but I'll tell you now, this gives you protection from evil and good. Hey, nice. We just have that. Yeah. That's fantastic. I'm sure Yunago is good, yep. so that'll protect us. <laughs> yeah, it, it will definitely protect you somewhat. Right. I think some people will protect them more than others. Okay, and then you guys sit down to rest. Uh, race, uh, like I said, you're only at one hit point, so we're going to need to heal you up, I think, during the short rest. You can spend your hit dice, and you got all 12 of them, so... Spend them all. Yeah. 37, 41... I'm at 47. 47, okay. And I was spaced out, Race. Did you pray to the statue yet? Uh, I thought I had before I got murdered, but maybe no, not. No, because we didn't find the sign until we after We did that, that at the break, yeah. Oh, well then... Come on, baby. Don't fuck me. Don't you fuck me. I just came back from the death three times. Please don't fuck me. That's my prayer. <laughs> in Halfling, that sounds a lot more eloquent uh, than it does in common. And uh, the warm glow of holy light sort of washes over and you, and you feel a little bit more protected from the evils of the world. Um, okay, so you are healed up. Does anyone want to heal him any additional amount of hit points? My total is 63, so I'm only 16 off of my normal. Hamstone walks over to race. I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, I'm sorry that we let that happen to you, buddy. Here you go. And I give him 16 hit points out of my pool oh. of 60. What a gentleman. And then I'd like to also use my harness divine power so I can regain an expended spell slot. I can get a level two spell slot back, so I will do that. Okay. So you guys uh, spend some time resting, recovering, healing with magic, uh, and just kind of eating some rations or whatever. Uh, maybe talking each other up and like, what would the guys do? Slapping each other on the ass? No. Whatever, hyping hyping yourselves up. Yeah, yeah, we hype ourselves up. I slap my own ass. I don't let anyone yeah. else slap it. <laughs> I slap the shield's ass. Do you have an automatic ass slapper that you invented? Yeah, I just take and I imbue um, a uh, some stones on the ground with the power of a, a slap. I thought you just slammed your wrench for everything you do. <laughs> yeah, I tap I tap my booty with my wrench. <laughs> For life. I slap race on the front of his body because that's where his ass is now. Slap my front butt. Glubjag, <laughs> you get an idea as you're sort of waiting for this hour because you actually don't have any wounds to yourself. Uh, you're perfectly fine. So you kind of have a boring hour ahead of yourself. So you find yourself thinking about possible ways you could sort of like set a trap for whatever might be coming for you. And uh, it crosses your mind that you might want to plant couple of your beans, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And if I recall correctly, you had mentioned that you wanted to maybe plant them in some sort of sack or container or something so that you could throw said planted beans. That's right. Beans. Okay. That's right. 
All right, so Globjack kind of forages around in the town and finds some suitable containers. And your plan is to plant these beans about a minute before the enemy arrives, whoever that enemy enemy might be. Yeah, because we knew it was going to be an hour. Yes. And I'm going to do the same thing with my, um, I'm going to use a level three spell slot to do a dancing performance. So, because it only lasts an hour right before the guy gets there as well. So I'll have another little dude. Oh, sure. You're animating an, an object yeah. to fight with. Are you, you allowing us to do other prep stuff before the hour's up? Whatever you can do in an hour, go for it. I'm going to cast haste. Ooh. Yeah, you can cast haste like when you when you hear the enemy approaching. Guys, I got a thought. You know, if I were to, to do a, a abjure enemy, I could, there's this thing I could do where I just, you know, I see an enemy within 60 feet of me and I like call him an evil son of a bitch and I denounce them. And then even if they make their save, their speed is halved for a minute or until they take damage. Now, hey, let's say there's this big bad guy and he could chase us around. It'd be like uh, kind of funny if we just ran around and he couldn't catch us for a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then we, we keep, if we do damage to him, then it's done. I just wanted to throw that out there. If, if hey, if you happen to hear me do that, then, then you know that's the score. Okay. Is there some music that comes with it, like some yakety sax kind of vibe, or? Of course there is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remind Race that, uh, I think it's Race that has the bag of holding that uh, oh, killed him Oh, the one bag time. of devouring? Yeah. That's true. How yeah. can I set it up? I, can I turn it invisible and have it be like, <laughs> like the, the reverse of like a mine? Cause you know how mines shoot up and they get sucked in. Uh -huh. You know, is that possible? If I make it invisible, right? And someone's running at me and they don't see it. They'll obviously have to like do the pass or fail, but if they fail, they get that sucky. Yeah, I mean, if you if you do cast invisibility on it, which you can cast invisibility on objects. Is that a concentration, I wonder? Let's see. It is, yeah. I feel like any sort of creature worth its salt would be able to see an invisible uh, bag of holding, probably. But I could be wrong. Should I punch somebody, but it's like in my hand, you know what I mean? You should just try to bag him. And you just try to bag him up. If you guys would have saw Inuasha, it's like um, Sango. He had this like hole that was a curse, right? And when he unwrapped it, he could like suck up everything. It was like a black hole. So I wanna, maybe I could like do some Inuasha black hole hand shit. Put it over his hand, yeah. Yeah, anything. Any part of his body. You could go for his package. All right, fuck it. You could give it a try. Sure. I, I mean, listen, I, guys, this is the final session. I'm, I'm throwing all my tricks out there. Of course. Of course, you got to. Do we have ball bearings? Oh, yeah. Don't forget <laughs> ball bearings. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this is what I'm going to do also. Uh -huh. In front of both Dababi and Hamstone, I'm going to put out some ball bearings. Okay. Between those ball bearings, I'm gonna cast the spell Snare. Let's see. Ball bearings, 10 foot square, centered on a point within range. Okay. This'll no come problem. back to kill us all probably. <laughs> I don't really know if Snare is gonna do much to him, but. All right, well, I'll draw out the, the ball bearings. Where are you gonna line up, guys? I'll probably be up front, cause I'm, you know, I'm a paladin. I don't wanna hide out. Right, but here's what I'm thinking. Like you stand behind some of the ball bearings. Dababa, you stand behind the other, and then in between them, I'm gonna cast Snare. Okay. Snare. I can handle this. Now, you're only gonna have time for one round. You you basically have like a surprise round. Well, Snare lasts for eight hours. Eight hours, okay, cool. Then you can do that. Plenty of time for that. Uh, as you cast a spell, you use the rope to create a circle with a five foot radius on the ground or the floor, and it's gonna be between these two, right? Yeah. Okay, neat. 
is that everything you guys are doing in preparation for whatever may come? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's it. That's, uh, that's all. We're in the thick of it now. Fuck it. All right, put yourselves in the positions you wish to be in when initiative is rolled. Ooh, oh, God. This is too much pressure. Right. Dance a night in my one, two up front. That's what you're there for. Also, whoever's within 10 feet of them, you get an extra 10 feet of movement. Why is the dancing item on top of me? Listen, you're the one who's getting freaky earlier. Don't put that on the item. <laughs> hey, to Bobby, what's your armor class? 30. 24. All right, and so, Glubjag, you are standing on top of the uh, the statue of Zeriel. That's right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And race, you were standing kind of on the uh, the pedestal at the foot of the statue. Yeah, yeah. All righty. So the party takes positions as they hear the hideous cackling and howling of a hyena in the distance. This uh, hyena sounds massive, enormous. It sends a shiver down your spine, as this can only be the cackling of one creature. Yinagu, the demon lord of gnolls. And your worst fears are realized as you see the hulking figure emerge from the mists. This creature is standing 14 feet tall, hunched over, with saliva and blood dripping from its mouth that is agape, just full of razor-sharp teeth. He is covered in chains, with a flail that is larger than any man you've ever seen, each chain being at least 10 feet long, with spiked heavy balls, three of them. <laughs> uh, no, no, he doesn't have the balls. The, the flail has the balls. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't see his balls in the art, so they could be spiked as well. Let's roll initiative, boys! Oh, mom, this is it. Did I just roll a natural 20 on initiative? Yeah, because you're rude. Yanagu? <laughs> no, I think that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a mistake. It was an invisible roll. Only you can see it. Did I just roll a natural 15 for initiative? <laughs> uh, hey, all right, 18. Eh, we'll do it. See where this is going. <laughs> Come on, glove. <laughs> Did I just roll a natural 8? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's fine. Get that out of the way. Get that 20 out of the way. Get it over with. Yeah. And yeah. It's the only one you're rolling all night. Don't do it again. It's it's actually totally true. I'm, I'm glad for you guys that I rolled that on initiative. So I suppose I will start. Aaron, why did you just roll a random d20? I got how to play things. <laughs> it, it would actually be a 17.14 if you're doing that. Yeah, I should have a 17.14. Okay. Can you give it give uh, it to me? Change it to a 17.14. So, Yunagu emerges from the mist, cackling madly. And he looks down across this uh, burning town of Idle Glen. Uh, and he sees some staunch, heroic defenders standing in front of the statue of Zeriel, and with a, a loud howl, he disappears and reappears, standing right next to you guys. Neat. What? Shaboop. I mean, I figured that was happening. Rude. <laughs> that's uh, that's good old teleport. Okay. Well, I immediately start walking on the ball bearings. <laughs> Luckily for you guys, that's his whole turn. Nice. Race, cool. your turn. Awesome. 
I, I love how the strongest, scariest dudes just always want to get right up in my neck. Like, that, you know, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks. I, I just walk around feeling like a fucking gazelle. All right. Um, Dude, he shouldn't have teleported right next to you. You're going to bag a holding that bitch. Oh, no, see, that's the thing. All right, all right. I got one or two options. Either I disengage and back up, or I turn into a dinosaur, or I just put my bag right on his kneecap and suck his kneecap and soul away. But if that doesn't work, I'm kind of I'm kind of boned. Yeah, yeah, you are. If it what? doesn't work, can I? It's worth a try, isn't it, guys? To to bag a whole thing this thing. Yeah, I when, yeah. I don't know because you're not gonna you're not gonna get him. You're not gonna <laughs> get him. What, what's with this doubt of confidence, Camstone? Disengage, disengage. <laughs> don't you remember when we were fighting on top of a car and I turned into a dinosaur? That wasn't supposed to work, and what did it do? It worked. Yeah, but I also remember grabbing your top half and putting your bottom half together with it backwards. Which, by the way, you mixed that. You know what? You're, all right. Um, he can't teleport twice. That's when I'm just. That's a rule I made up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone knows that. Uh, can I disengage and simultaneously throw the bag at him? Yeah. Just like uh, chuck and run. Like I'm like I'm running scared. I'm running for my life, if you will. Yeah, you can essentially drop the bag and, and run. You can't throw it at him, but you... That's an action, right? Yeah. Disengage uh, is an action, and so is making an attack, which is what throwing ooh. the bag would be. Tough scene, tough scene. Yeah. Does he have a... Does he have a... He has a weapon, right? Oh, yeah. He's got a big, long flail. Remember the spiky balls? Those are on his flail. Yeah. Awesome. All right, I am going to disengage, and... Okay. I want to go back... Race is like, run away. I have to, because of the murder possibilities. <laughs> All right, so I, I can only move 30 feet, right? Because the disengage doesn't give me twice double movement, right? Correct. Yeah, you just move your normal move. Uh, and you, you have a bonus action, so you can inspire somebody. That's true. Who's up next? The Bobby. Wait, 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 wait. I have Holy Weapon. Is Holy Weapon an uh, action or a bonus action? Because I could give it up to the next guy going. Holy Weapon. That's a good question. It might be a bonus action. I hope it is, but it probably isn't. It is! Ha! Ah, fuck you, Batman. Um. Do you have to touch whoa. the weapon, or can you, oh, you cast see, it? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a concentration spell, by the way. That's true. So, all right. I, and I have to touch it. I'm just... I'm just three sheets to the wind, fellas. All right. Um... With my bonus action, actually, I'm going to have my dancing item make an attack on this jerk. Okay. Then your dancing item goes immediately after you, and it's going to go ahead and attack him. So why don't you uh, actually wait? I can take my legendary action. Oh, sweet baby race. So uh, before the dancing item goes, Yanagu uses one of his legendary actions. <laughs> Swat away. Yeah, that's a good one. Reginald, you see this savage demon, one of the many types of creatures you have uh, sworn to banish and destroy on sight. It uh, teleports right past all of your defenses and threatens race. He is just quick enough and wily enough as the tiny little halfling that he is to get away from Yanagu before he can strike. Angry, Yanagu swings his flail around in a massive arc, trying to hit race but missing because he's just out of range and instead the flail is aimed right at you ah oh boy oh boy come on big fella that means he has a 15 foot reach it does does a 25 hit you reginald as a matter of fact it does that wasn't even his critical 
Uh, so that will be 10 bludgeoning damage, and he gets to pick a, an additional effect. Oh, of course he does. Recognizing you as a paladin, he is going to just assume that you are very good at making saving throws. So he's just going to do an extra 2d12 bludgeoning damage to you. That's all. Come on, ones. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that'll be a total wow. of 29 bludgeoning damage. And you need to make a saving throw, a strength saving throw. Okay. You stupid hyena. <laughs> or be knocked prone, is that it? Possibly, yes. Oh. He's strong as hell. Yeah. Natural 20! You can't touch him. Okay. You feel these uh, this flail slam into your breastplate. Does tremendous damage. You feel like your bones threatening to break inside of you. But you plant yourself firmly in anticipation and you're almost lifted off your feet, but you hold your ground. Got legs like tree trunks. Yeah. Jason, uh, my plan there with that attack was if you had failed, you would have been knocked 15 feet back and knocked prone. So you would have had to spend your whole turn just like standing up and getting back to where you were. So that was a that was a great save you just made. Sure was, Emery. Yeah. Back back <laughs> to you, Emery. I hate you. So Emery, is there any way for us to like do a history check and know how many of these legendary BS actions you got up your sleeve? Because that was just one. Holy shit. Yeah, you guys can go ahead and make a uh, let's say a religion check or an arcana check, whichever one. You want? Whatever uh, we are wondering about, I have the answers. No, you don't actually. Wow. What? Yeah. Uh, he's a, so, he's so a 24 the, challenge rating. Yeah, oh, the way Jesus. that knowledge checks work is it's based off of the challenge rating of the monster. And this thing's challenge rating is 24. And he's a unique monster. There's only one of him in existence. Oh. So that increases the DC again. Damn. So the challenge rating to know what Yanagu is capable of is somewhere in the 30s. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. When uh, We had a, a class on Inagu, but um, unfortunately, I was too hungover to, go, to attend it, so. <laughs> Been there. It's probably because there are very few individuals who have ever witnessed Inagu fighting and survived to tell the tale. Yeah. <laughs> Except for us four. Yeah. So far. <laughs> well, this is only a, a memory of Inagu. True. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm about to be a memory of Inagu. <laughs> no, you're, listen. Yeah. We are surviving, boys. I got I got a good feeling. Go ahead and make your attack with the dancing item race. Just roll a d20 and we'll add up its, uh, I gotcha. its bonuses. Boogie all over his ass. Okay, a 12 on the die. That is going to be close. It's a plus eight to hit a reach of five feet. So you roll a 20 to hit and that does... Hit. Hey! Bim bam boom! Does it say anywhere in there about the nature of its attacks? Like it's does it? Uh, it says force. It's force. Okay, so go ahead and roll your damage. One d ten plus four, eleven. Hey, we're gonna chip them down. So eleven force. It's not resistant to force. So there we go. Bam! What is this item, by the way, that you? Um, since we're at the end, and I can kind of feel that you know all of our books are cooked. This thing is kind of on a chimera, so it's. It's got, it's kind of like Voltron. So it's got the main head of Coslo again, but then it's got like Clem on one hand and then the legs of those two dwarves who like died on the bridge. And then the right arm is going to be um, moon color just cause I feel like we haven't used them at all really. So that, it's, it's like a Voltron with a bunch of heads. Okay. I love it. Okay. Then that is the end of the dancing items turn to Bobby. It is your turn. 
Okay, um, have you described Inagu uh, completely to us? Like, for example, what is he wearing? What is he What is he carrying? What, uh, what's he the deal? He has a big old flail uh, made of metal. He is covered in chains, mm-hmm. and he's got a little little bits of armor on him that are all made of metal, in case that's what you're okay. specifically asking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm curious about whether or not Enlarge Reduce could work on his flail. Ooh. Enlarge Reduce can't be used, I don't believe, to ca- uh, affect people's items that they're carrying, I don't think. Yeah, it says uh, an object that is neither worn nor carried. So right. I guess if he, if it's in his hand, that's considered carried? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, does he have any um, tires? <laughs> <laughs> no. Is he on a Segway? <laughs> that would help out so much. If you do successfully cast Reduce on him, that would reduce him to a 10-foot by 10-foot monster, which would uh, eliminate yeah. his 15 foot reach. Ooh. True. It would reduce his reach, so. Yeah, but I'm sure I would need like a natural 20 to, or he would need to roll a one or something to fail his save. <laughs> Possibly. That's my yeah. assumption. Um, okay, so I'm not going to do that because it's probably a waste of time. I feel like most of my spells are going to be a waste of time with this dude. Um, what uh, kind of damage? If you want to try it, I'll throw you my enlarged mushroom. Ooh. Does that do anything? I don't know. Enlarged mushroom, what would that do? Actually, if I was enlarged, it would make me have a 15-foot reach. Should I enlarge you? I mean... He... I, don't, I don't mean that the way it sounds either, <laughs> by the way. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be mostly doing ranged attacks, I think. So if you're going to enlarge anyone, it would probably be you or Hamstone. I could enlarge myself. It would just make me easier to hit, though, wouldn't it? Uh, Probably, yeah. It would make you do a little bit more damage. A little bit more damage, you'd have a longer reach, but yeah. yeah. Probably not worth it. Yeah, and it doesn't quite seem like the right idea. I'm just going to attack him, I guess, and hopefully I can survive okay. longer than you guys can all his damage. Yeah. I'm gonna try to get like behind him. Actually, why not? Right? Because I got. Uh, yeah. I can do it. Sure. I get behind him. Why not? Can I say something to him since we're telepathically bonded at moment? Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna be throwing those beans at some point, and I wanted an angle that I could possibly help something fall on him. Okay. How about if I run over here, man? Will this work for your beans? Yeah. That looks good. Okay, I'll be bean free and loving it. <laughs> That's a McDonald's All right. uh, catchphrase. <laughs> bean free and loving it. Yep. Okay, here we go. It's time to give him a taste of the old thunder wrench. Sure, it's not going to really hurt him much, but it'll it'll at least stop him from attacking other people as easily as he has been. Yeah. Attack number one. Uh, yeah, 22 to hit. That is a hit for nine thunder damage. He's almost dead. <laughs> wow, so much damage. I can't believe it. I'm so powerful. Here we go again. Second attack. Here we go. There's a 16. Okay, so oh. do you have anything you want to use to bump that up? Because that's a miss. No, you know, I got one hit in on him. I don't really have anything. <laughs> okay. I don't want to waste any of my special abilities right now. I'm going to need them for other stuff. I'm almost certain of it. All right. Does he get disadvantage on all other people now or not? He does, oh, yes, because I hit him. Sweet. Mm, that's important. So, Debobby, you maneuver around Inagu and uh, deliver a single slap with your wrench, uh, which is very yeah. irritating to him. He s- turns and snarls at you. Oh, he didn't like it. You got thunder damage, maybe? He doesn't like it? No. Uh, I mean, it's the thing that you... You're making him focus on you. That's annoying. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, he, that, that irks him. <laughs> very, I get but it. very few things are resistant to thunder damage, though. True. Yeah, it seemed to, True. Seemed to do full damage. All right, uh, let me see if there's any spells I can use as a, as a bonus. 
What about Hunter's Mark? Hunter's Mark is good. Yeah. Should have cast that on him first. I want to cast Hunter's Mark. I should have cast that already. Yes, you're right. So you cast Hunter's Mark on him, which focuses your ability to hit his sort of like weak points. Yeah. And you can tell when he's like hiding from you. Yeah, if he tries to escape, I'm going to know where he's at. All right. Reginald, your turn. Whore, witness me. And I run up to him and I'm going to... Glaive his ass. Yeah, baby. Oh, boy. Come on, Darlene. Big glaive. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not quite enough. A 16 is a miss. Well, let's let's try it again. Second attack. Here we go. All right. For real this time. Oh, a 10. That is also a miss. All right. Well, uh, I might as well try to hit him with the butt end of Darlene, because that's uh, my last sort of shot to do that. Aren't you a vengeance paladin? Don't you have that thing where you, like, designate somebody and you have an advantage on them for a minute? Yeah, if I had any channel divinity left. Oh, you're out of channel divinity. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, we wasted, okay. we wasted everything on what we thought was the final battle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay. Uh, well, you know, you, you're finding that you're a bit more exhausted and a bit more terrified of this uh, of this fight than you thought. Um, you, you put a lot of effort into these swings, but it just bounces off his thick hide. So the 17 doesn't hit. Correct. Hey, Bobby, don't you have that thing you can do to help him? I think you add your intelligence bonus. Yeah, I can add my intelligence bonus to his... Um... Well, we hit, we hit with a 20 before. That last one would hit if you did it. Is that a limited use thing, though? It is. Four times daily, and I believe I've used it twice already, maybe? Don't bother. Don't bother. Because of Polar Master, I made an attack, and now he can't get an opportunity attack on me, whether I hit or not the rest of my turn. So oh, okay. uh, I'm going to move right next to Race. Hey. Yeah, that's, uh, that's an annoying spot to be in. Let's see. I think I know what I'm going to do. Uh, give up? <laughs> <laughs> Yanagu is going to go ahead and use another legendary action. It's actually going to be the same action, but he can use it up to three times. So, seeing this annoying, um, this annoying fire genasi. Yeah, that's right. I'm a, I'm a fire genasi, bitch. I'm, I'm <laughs> Dababi the Enjoyable. Nice to meet you. Yeah, talk your shit. Yeah. Uh, Yanagu attempts to swat you away like the pitiful little insect you are. Here comes the flail. A 30. Does that hit you, sir? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Well, it might hit me. Um, I'm not sure. Is it just damage that this does? No. That's a lot more than that. <sighs> yeah, it's going to knock me around if I fail and all the different I things. I think your AC is not going to matter too much to this guy. I want to impress this guy. Okay. I am going to use my reaction to force him to reroll. <laughs> okay, you're going to use Lucky? Nice. I think. Yeah, okay. my one chance to use this, and I'm going to blow his mind right now. I want to yeah. scare him. Piss him off. Makes a lot of sense. Here's the next attack. Rerolling. Come on, baby. 26. All right, fine. You can hit me this time. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he hits you for 10 bludgeoning damage, and, and let's see. He can tell that you are an artificer. He's an ancient being that's been around for millennia. He knows a lot about... Uh, uh, his opponents. He's just gonna assume that you don't have a very good wisdom save. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I actually don't know if you have a good wisdom save or not. <laughs> I don't. Okay. But I have something that I think 
improves my wisdom saves. Is it called wisdom? Shit, there's some ability or spell that's supposed to, that can help my wisdom saves, and I don't remember what it was. You pull out a whimsical old black man to just tell you exactly <laughs> what <do> I <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, is this, is this Bagger Vance? Exactly. It's the Bobby Vance, yes. Aaron, I know that you can use your uh, intelligence bonus thing, the thing you can do four times a day, you can use that on your own saves. Yes, yes I can. Uh, and I almost certainly will have to right now because my wisdom saves are absolutely atrocious. Okay. All right, here we go. Come on, baby. 13. Okay. Um, I don't know what I need, but I'm going to add my intelligence bonus to that. So what's the total? My intelligence bonus is uh, four. So the total is... 17? 17. Going once, going twice. What? I don't think there's anything else I can do. Lucky. I think. I have such a massive list of shit that I can do that I can't even find anything when I want to do it. Now's the time to know it all. Oh, God, being high level and intelligent is too much responsibility. You know, you can't use Lucky because you already use your reaction. In right. fact, I don't even think you can use this ability that you just tried to use. Oh, because I already used Second Chance. All right, yeah, no, I can't. You're right. I gotta take it. That is a failed wisdom save. Now I need you to make a strength save as well. 17. Wow, you are a great target for this. Uh, your saves are terrible. <laughs> so you are knocked back 15 feet towards this burning tree. You don't land in the burning tree, but you land on the ground prone and you take 10 damage. Uh -huh. Perhaps more concerningly, uh, you stand up and you are seeing like double, triple, quadruple. Mm -hmm. In fact, you, you can't even tell where your friends are or where you are anymore. All you see are enemies. You are confused. He's fallen right into my trap. Inagu never stood a chance, folks. All right, Glubjag, it is your turn. Hold hold on a second. Uh, is any of this affected by protection from evil? Oh. oh, oh wait a minute. Oh. <gasps> You're right. He has dis he has disadvantage, wondering. which I don't think hits him. Oh yeah, then he didn't hit me. I believe you're right. That doesn't hit because a 23 doesn't hit, right? Your AC is 24. Okay, I am taking my ability back. Second chance, I got that back. I was gonna mention this good and evil thing, but then I got distracted by something, which is how my life works. So you're back to full health and you're back to where you were. Yes, thank God. You also have advantage on saves, guys. Uh, that oh. gives you advantage on saves. Oh yeah. So. That's so much better. Okay, then it goes to Globjag. Your turn. Okay. Well, I got these two growing beans in my hand. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna try to throw one so that if it's that pyramid, like the corner of it will hit him, but it won't uproot this statue. Okay. And I'll throw them both and see what happens. Alrighty. Here we go, beans. I hope we just end up like making him really like freaked out by all the weird shit that's happening. That's what <laughs> I want. Oh, that was so close. A nest of 1d4 plus 3 eggs springs up. Those only affect things when they eat them. <laughs> okay. Eggs? Oh my god. There are six eggs in a nest down here somewhere. <laughs> that could be bad if somebody eats them. That's one. Okay. Okay. Oh, uh, it was so close to the pyramid. <laughs> and number two. 56 is 1d4 plus 8 bright pink toads. <laughs> so there are not also nine pink toads down there that really only affect you when they're touched. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. 
forgive me if I don't designate where those useless things are on the map. We're just yes. gonna. Although if we if we touch them, if we touch those toes, they turn into a random large monster. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Hey. Large or smaller monster of your choice. Of my choice. O okay. <laughs> All right. If you feel so inspired, people, you can touch them. Can my dancing item touch them and make them transform? If you command it to, then yes. Dude, I'm using my fucking rats on the toads. We're going all the way in. <laughs> nice. Nice. There are nine of them. <laughs> oh, boy. I got three whistles. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. <sighs> okay. And then I will, I'm will. i going to move back here to the edge of this wing. Okay. Can you move me there? For some reason, I can never move myself to that wing. So Glubjag hucks his, uh, his bombs of beans, uh, which turn into various potentially useful <laughs> eggs and and toads? Yes. And then retreats to the furthest tip of Zeriel's wing. Wait, each toad turns into a, a monster? Yes. Oh my god. Are they under your control or are they just monsters? They're just monsters. Oh, this could get real stupid. Yep. Alrighty. Yeah, it's, that's like an act of desperation, I would say. <laughs> well, uh, you know, there there are several things that could have come that might have helped us, like a bulette and a treant and a pyramid with a mummy lord. But Or toads. Or toads, <laughs> yep. For my last hasted action, I will attack with Planar Warrior. Okay, yeah, because you can draw your bow while you move, so yeah, you can get one attack. Morning Shaft! Give him the business! Whoa. Dude. Wait, advantage, right? I don't think I have advantage, no. Oh. He has disadvantage against me. All right, so Morning Shaft, you fire off a single shot, which flies harmlessly over Yanagu's head. And you retreat to safety. Does it hit one of the toads? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> I think it would just kill the toad before it could turn into a monster. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the end of your turn, Yanagu's going to use his last legendary action, and he's going to just try the same thing he tried against... To Bobby again. So here comes a flail with disadvantage. But outrageous. Hey, that is gonna be a hit. Oh my goodness. Okay, this time I'm gonna use my impressive ability, second chance. Alright, because you haven't used your reaction yet, because we took that all back. I, I have not. When a creature you can see hits you with an attack roll, you can use a reaction to force that creature to re-roll. Okay, so it re-rolls both dice. That's it. Here we go. That's right. All of it. Still a hit. <laughs> 28 and 32. Oh. You rubbish Ooh. monster. So this is just going to be a repeat of last time, except this time you take 20 bludgeoning damage because that's the damage I rolled. Doesn't bother me. I like it. And you get to make those saves again. I'm going to be nice and just let you... With advantage. Reroll those saves. And you have advantage, yeah. So go for it. Okay, here we go. We got it. I should say one more thing about those eggs, everyone. Yeah? If you eat one, you have to make a DC constitution saving throw. If you're successful... Your lowest ability score is permanently increased by one. On a failed save, you take 10d6 force damage. So we could um. we could also possibly force him to eat one. Oh. That's hilarious. What's the DC of that constitution saving throw? 20. Uh. <laughs> it's rough. It's probably worth it, yeah. Just think about this for a second. If we defeat Inagu by feeding him eggs, yes, we'll be the only players who have ever done this in the history of Dungeons and Dragons. It's true, because the odds of those things happening at the same time, insane. We're gonna teach Inagu to suck eggs. <laughs> All right, Aaron, make a wisdom save with advantage and then a strength save with advantage. Here we go. Uh, yeah, I get 
All right, there's a wisdom. So you had no bonus to wisdom. What about to strength? Do you have a bonus to strength saves? No, dude, I'm, no. I suck. Okay. I'm the worst. <laughs> okay. The same thing happens. You get knocked back 15 feet, prone, and you're confused. Uh, this is still all part of my master plan. That's right. All right, Yunagu, it's his turn. Even though he just did an action, that's how legendary actions work. They're so freaking good. He's so cool. He gets all of his legendary actions back at the beginning of his turn, and he moves. I would have a reaction, uh -huh. so I'm going to use my reaction because he moved into my range. Sure. Uh, here you go, bitch. Yeah. He doesn't know you have that ability. Ah, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Jason, if you had just had one of your channel divinities left, you would have been fucking this guy up real bad. Yeah, I know, right? How did you roll a 1 and a 20? That's that's ridiculous, but cannot uh, cannot race help you with this. I did roll a natural 1. He can! Ah! Redo that, bitch! Reroll that one, Jason! Oh, my goodness. Hey! hey! Let's go. A 21, that is a hit! Yeah. And I'm gonna smite him too. Oh boy. You better do it. Third level divine smite. We got this, you guys. Yeah. Come on, you guys. We can Woo. do it. Okay. Can I just say that there alone may have been the uh, the best reason so far to revivify our buddy race. Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> <That's true>. right? <laughs> Yeah. Yep. And because I hit him with an opportunity attack, uh -huh. I get to move half my speed uh, right now, and I do not provoke from him. Ooh. Ah, wow. Okay. Sweet. I guess that means I'm just going to attack race. So, uh, Sir Reginald Hamstone uh, slashes at Inagu with Darlene. Uh, now, is Darlene magical? Silvered, but not magical. But the smite is magical. All right, so Darlene bounces off of Inagu's skin, doing absolutely no damage. Sure. However, you take that opportunity to channel a bunch of holy radiant light through Darlene, which pierces Inagu's skin and sends black blood flying everywhere, and it's sizzling as it hits the ground. You do a total of 35 radiant damage. Nice. Unluckily for you, you're not quite out of his reach yet. Uh, because he gets to continue moving. Unless you, do you prevent him from moving? Do you have that feat? I don't prevent him from moving, no. I know that there's a feat some people take with Polar Master where if you hit with an opportunity attack, you like prevent them from moving the rest of the turn. Mm. Okay, so he moves up just to make sure you're in reach and he is going to multi-attack with his flail. <laughs> Race is coming up next. So he's gonna do two attacks against Race and one against Sir Reginald. These all have disadvantage. All right, first two are Race. Third is Reginald. Oh, that's a natural one Ooh. against Reginald. Oh, because Reginald needs it, you know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's he's a weak guy. All right. <sighs> Unfortunately, the two hits against poor little just recently revived race, those both connect. Yeah. Um, ah! He's gonna do an extra 2d12 damage, and he's gonna force you to make a constitution saving throw. That ah. is still gonna be a fail. <sighs> that means that the first attack paralyzes you. Nice. And then the second attack hits you, and any attack that hits a creature is a critical hit if they're within five feet of you, <laughs> which he is. Damn it. Damn it. He left me to die. That's the coldest shit I've ever seen in my life. So that second attack is then a crit against you. He does 1d12 plus nine additional damage. But uh, next turn you'll be a dinosaur, right? A paralyzed dinosaur. <laughs> okay, he rolled kind of low on that crit. You goddamn right he did, because they want me to live. They don't want me to suffer. Okay, so that is 48 damage, all said and done. 
and Race is paralyzed. How long is he paralyzed for? He is paralyzed until the start of Inagu's next turn. Oh, okay. What happens to his dancing item? Does it still get to do stuff? Uh, the dancing item is not uh, concentration, so it can still keep attacking, which that was the last thing it was told to do. So keep doing that. Great. Yeah, I'm not forgetting about my time mushroom. I'm just not sure if I should use it in this situation or when someone gets completely disemboweled and killed. Yeah. Seems like I should wait. All right. Well, uh, Race's turn happens. He uh, is paralyzed and can't do anything. Then Yunagu is going to take a uh, legendary action. He thinks it's funny that Race is paralyzed and unable to do anything. He's got a good sense of humor, Yunagu. He's funny. <laughs> He's got some levity to him, you know? <laughs> He is going to slap Mr. Hamstone away with his flail. Disadvantage, so 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right, 15 bludgeoning, plus we're gonna just do extra damage because you're a paladin. So 15 plus 15, 30 damage. Okay. And a strength save, sir. This will be fun. We'll be getting up off the ground every turn, Jason, so it should be- I won't be, speak for yourself. You didn't pass the save, but you didn't fail it by enough to get knocked prone. You're just knocked back 15 feet, but you're still on your feet. Okay. And then, Dion, go ahead and make your dancing item attack. Boogie for Papa, baby. Same thing as last time, so that's a hit. That is a hit. Eight. Eight damage to Yanagu. Chip him for me. Yeah, you guys are starting to actually do some noticeable damage to him. Shocking. Guys, I think we should just get grab him and push him over on the ball bearings and see what happens. <laughs> like a like a big dog on roller skates is what it'll be. <laughs> Okay, is it my turn? Yep, your turn. What are my options while I'm lying around? Can I do anything? Uh, you can spend half of your movement to stand up. I'm gonna stand up. Okay. And then, now I know he's gonna have resistance to fire damage, but how much damage does a fireball do? Uh, 8d6 damage. Do more damage than I'm gonna do in any other way this round. I think I should probably just do it. Fireball? I just want to pee in his mouth so bad. <laughs> uh, what's the range on a fireball? Can I hit him? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's like 120 feet or something. Yeah. All right, I'm going to move the rest of my movement, uh, but not get it within range of his smackies. What's that, like right there? Basically, you, you put yourself 15 feet forward. Yeah, that's fine. Then I'm going to hit him with the fireball. Is that going to do any splash damage to anybody, or can I just hit him? You can put it so it only hits him, yeah. That's what I like to hear. Let's do it. So you go ahead and conjure up your fireball. Roll 8d6 damage, and I will make my save. 27. 27 points of fire damage. What's your spell saving throw, DC? 16. He has advantage on all saves against spells. Sure he does. So he gets a 19. Okay. I don't know why I'm doing this. He's immune to fire, guys. He's immune to fire. <laughs> what? He's immune. He is a demon lord, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, you watch the fire wash over him, and it doesn't even singe a single hair on his body. Are you sure? <laughs> oh, wait, no. No, you're right. He's only resistant. You're, yep. Jesus Christ. Those shots are kicking in. <laughs> right. Yeah, the shots. <laughs> the shots are kicking in. Oh, God. Uh, are you sure race is paralyzed, Emery? I'm sure. I'm sure about that. Am I still confused? But, oh, you are confused. <laughs> so would that complicate shooting a fireball at him? It actually absolutely would. We're going to need you to roll a... Ooh. I think it's a D100. Well, I don't want to accidentally fireball somebody else. But this fireball emanates from the shield, not him. That, the shield follows his, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm aiming the shield, man. Thank you, though, but I mean, Yeah, but the shield would know if he's like, Hey, fork 
protein pies in the butthole. He knows that means shoot a fireball. But the sh actually, he's not there in the shield right now. He's actually not there. So, uh, yeah. okay, uh, dude, I'm confused. It's it's important yeah. that I not cast this fireball. Okay. Roll a d10. Roll a d10. Uh, we'll see what happens. Will I kill somebody? Because I don't want to kill anybody. You will not fireball anyone, uh, other than Yanagu. Potentially. Okay, I rolled a 10. Does that do double damage then? Nope, you do your turn normally, so you do exactly what you said you did. Woo! Oh, thank yes. God. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I do scream out, 14 pies in the butthole! <laughs> your catchphrase we've heard so many times. Also, uh, it, it seems like Inagu cast Confused on the DM too, which is making this yeah. extremely exciting. I like it. It's good. <laughs> I've had like eight yeah. shots or something. This is nuts. You've had a you've had a number, yes. Um. Okay. So you did a grand total of six damage because he passed his save. So half of twenty-seven is thirteen. Then half of that is six. So six damage. They'll sing about me in the taverns for years to come, folks. <laughs> Can I? Do I have any movement left? You use half to stand up and half to move where you are. So you're done. All right. Cool. I'll just uh, hang out. Have some fun. All right, Inagu is going to use another legendary action. This time he's using a different one than you guys have seen. He is using the legendary action called Savage. Inagu makes a bite attack against each creature within 10 feet of him. <sighs> if only you could have moved a little closer to Bobby. Yeah, no thanks. Wait, like, how many actions does he get? I'm just saying, because I think don't most legendary creatures get like three? He gets three. Uh, SWAT costs one. So last turn, he did that, that three times. Uh-huh. So you get them back at the beginning of your turn. Oh, I see. He did one SWAT, and now he's doing Savage, which costs two. Got it. All right, here's a bite against uh, Race. That is only going to be a 19. Yeah, my AC is 16. Well, he's paralyzed. Doesn't that give him, like, a massive lower AC, basically? Yeah, you're right. It gives him advantage, so it cancels out the disadvantage. So it's actually a 20. And then it's an automatic crit because you're paralyzed. So... Oh, boy. Is ouch. Big ouch. All right, so you take a total of 29 points of damage. Luckily, I had 15 left, so we're fine. Yeah, you just are brought down to zero, and you're dying. I've been here before. It's kind of what I do. <laughs> uh, this is the attack against your item, which is a hit. Takes 15 damage. 55 left for the big fella. And then uh, looks like he is finished, so you can take your turn, Reginald. Is picking something up a free action? Uh, yeah, interacting with one object per turn is part of your move action. Yeah. Hey, I just found out I can actually look this guy up in the compendium. Yeah. I think you might be determining his legendary actions incorrectly. Really? Uh oh. It says he can do one at a time. At, at the end of another creature's turn, and he doesn't regain any spent ones until the start of his turn. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, His turn was uh, first. Yeah. Hasn't he done, like, like four of them? It feels like he's done, like, ten additional actions, but I don't think he has. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> so, first turn, he teleported. That was his whole turn. Okay. Then he did three swats, and then it got to his turn again. And then he attacked. But you can only do one at a time. Yeah, he only did he only did one at a time. It was one SWAT, then somebody went, then another SWAT, then somebody went. Okay. And then another SWAT, and then somebody went. Yeah. But yeah. It just it just means that I can't like at the end of race's turn just SWAT three times. He's swatting correctly, 
Brad. He's swatting correctly. Yeah. Okay. So his regular action is three attacks. Yes. I think that's where I was getting confused. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Never mind. All right. Yeah, guys, uh, Yanagi is a beast. I mean, he is one of the most powerful things in the universe, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's crazy. That's why I wanted to make sure everything was on the up and up. He's not immune to fire, though. So, good, good catch. <laughs> <laughs> Great White Spark says, does anyone need inspiration? I have four to give, apparently. Um, oh. I think we all need it. Can we all, can we all, can you give us each all one? You can each have one, sure. Mr. Hamstone's turn, yes. My first thing is to cast Haste using my final level three spell. Ooh, okay. That is an action, but I get two actions. I gain a second action on this turn. You say we do the first diagonal is five, second diagonal is 10 in terms of movement, right? Yeah. Because I'm using haste, my movement is double. Okay, sure. I have 10 yeah. feet left in my movement. So as part of my move, I'm picking race the roaster up off the ground. Yeah, okay. Aw. As my action, I'm attacking Yinagu. I'll attack Yinagu first, then pick race And then up. pick him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Come on, Sounds bud, good. you can do it. Hit. Oh my god, yes. That is a hit. 24. Oh, yeah. Okay, are you going to smite him? I will throw a level one smite on him, yeah. Sure. Plus, I get the D8 because he's a shithead. I get special smite points for, for hitting a shithead. He is a shithead. So, I don't get the 10 slashing, but I get the 8 radiant, the 5 radiant, uh, and the uh, 11 and the 4. All right. So, now... I grab Race the Roaster by the scruff of his uh, by the scruff of his armor, and I grab him and I lift him up. And how tall is this uh, statue? Uh, the statue? That's a good question. I think it's like thirty feet tall. Yeah, there it is. I'm holding Race the Roaster. I'm carrying Race the Roaster. Uh huh. Yeah. So I take a step here, and then I. Misty step me and race on the wing of Zariel's statue. Oh my god. Oh my god, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you cowardly slut. <laughs> Ooh, I, I call it smart. <laughs> now, unfortunately. I don't have anything left with which to, like, heal race or do anything to stabilize him. Right. But at least we're safe. And that is episode 91 of Descent into Avernus. Only three episodes of this adventure yet to go. And uh, we're pretty excited for what lies ahead in January. But in the meantime, you've got some good stuff ahead of you here, too. If you want to reach out to us, you can do that at our website. I don't know if I've ever told you that. You can contact us. We have a contact form there, ratedrpgpodcast.com. You can find out about our new uh, adventures there. We have the link to the live stream, so you can check out the premiere of our live stream adventure on January 31st. And uh, all of our podcast episodes are there too at ratedrpgpodcast.com. On behalf of everyone around Yield Gaming Table, thank you for listening to the Rated RPG Podcast. <laughs>